Tealed up from the poison sent to him by the NFL. We've got Monday Night Football, Bengals, Jags to preview. Uh, some updates on Joe Burrow have come out. We've got that and more coming up on Blue Collar Bengals. What is going on, folks? Welcome to Blue Collar Bengals. I'm back. The NFL is trying to keep me down, but I'm not going to let them. Not a chance. I'm here. Uh, but like I said, folks, I'm in a different angle today. Um, I'm having some camera stand problems. Eva, he's having some internet problems. Uh, I'm coming off a two-day strep throat uh, injury reserve uh, kind of time off. Um Bengals kept me off of the uh, the uh, injury report uh, because, as we know as Bengals fans, uh, they're big uh, hide hide things cheaters. Uh, so uh, they they didn't they didn't let you guys know that I was sick, um, just like they didn't let anybody know that Joe Burrow had a uh, completely um, amputated and backwards reversed wrist before he played in that game. Uh, that's how Mr. Florio made it sound. Uh, but I'm back. Like I said, we've got a game to preview this week. Uh, we've got Bengals news to talk about. Uh, Drew, can you hear me loud and clear now? If not, I'll keep going. Things seem to be fine on my end for the time being. All right. While they're fine, how we feeling, man? How we doing? I still feel like nothing matters okay. um, in the world because Joe Burrow's not here. Um, I am wearing the, the 28, the Joe Mixon jersey in support of Joe Mixon because I'm tired of the Joe Mixon attacks. Okay. The guy's got no fucking holes to run through, so what do you expect him to do? Okay. Let's go there. You want to just go there? Um, so there seems to be this, like, divide, right? Would you call it a divide over Joe Mixon a little bit? Yeah, part two, just like we were dealing with in the offseason. Okay, um, I am not going to mention people who uh, prop up or, like, kind of take arms for their side um, more than others or bigger accounts or anything like that uh, because every fan has a right to stick up uh, and state whatever their opinion is for whatever player they like, and it doesn't matter. Uh, so this is not a hate on one individual or hate on either side of the individual's program. Just we get that out in the air uh, before Twitter war uh, goes nuts. Uh, but I am of the notion that Joe Mixon doesn't have the juice he once had sometimes. I think, though, that he flashes and when he does, it's gorgeous. And when he has those flashes, it's because the coach is utilizing him. So my opinion could be invalidated by the very statement I just made, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I, I think I a little bit on the, the lack of juice situation just because <laughs> – I remember we started this show at the beginning of the season. The offense looked like shit. We couldn't get anything going. Burrow couldn't walk. 
And we were saying, man, Mixon's running the ball hard. Mixon's really giving it his all. Mixon's really, yeah. you know, doing everything that he can for us. And you look at the Pittsburgh game and everybody's like, oh, well, he only averaged two yards a carry. Well, he only got eight fucking carries. And um, Tony makes a really, really good point in this comment that kind of goes into what I was getting ready to kind of take this to. The video breakdowns by Caskey and Drew Barry, um, which he means good Barry. He said it was an autocorrect. Um, I am not as smart as Joe Goodberry. So even though my name, few all credit goes to him, he is the smart guy. Um, but there was a video posted. Um, if you were box clicker with Kyle Kasky, who is a former Bengals coach, he does a lot of really, really good film breakdowns and, and it's explained in a way that my dumb ass can understand it. So I really like to watch that and learn a little bit more. There, there was a clip that I saw going around today where he's breaking down this run and there's just nowhere to go. Mixon's got no choice. Jonah gets and then Irv Smith's on TJ Watt where he's not even blocking or moving his feet. He's just standing and Mixon's mm-hmm. forced to cut this thing outside and you get a holding call on Irv Smith against Watt. It's just I think and I, I did the show by myself uh, a couple days ago and I, I kind of went on that rant to where I just don't know that they're mm-hmm. doing Joe Mixon that many favors, but I'm yeah. also not trying to die on the Joe Mixon Hill. I just want the running game to work. I don't care who's running the ball. I'm I'm right there with you. Um, I think everyone knows the shelf life of a running back is not super duper duper long unless you're like a freak. And and when I say something like I don't know if Joe has the juice he once had. That's all I'm referring to. Um, he's not 20 years old. Do you, do you know what I mean? Um, and maybe maybe we, as a organization, aren't doing him justice, like you just said, right? Um, and maybe that's why I feel that way, because I'm not seeing it. I know Joe Mixon can be an incredibly effective uh, weapon on this offense. We've seen it. I talked about the flashes that occur. Um we're just not using him, maybe. Do, 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 you know I, do you know what I mean? So, like, I, I'm, like, in between. Because I'm, like, I'm over here saying this, and then I'm going and I'm saying that, right? So, like, I, I kind of sound like I'm talking in circles, but I think it all kind of winds together in the, like, do I think he is the long-term solution at running back for us over the next five, three years, five years? No, I don't. I think that we need to get somebody who can either, A, beat him out and be a stud or B be competition and, and, and make, make Mixon realize, okay, I'm just going to keep like just ball out. So they have to use me. You know what I mean? So I'm not a hater, dude. I love Mixon. He's in stripes. He's one of my favorite Bengals of all time. Uh, I just like, at some point you sort of have to be a realist. That's my take. Make yourself big. That's that's valid. I, Make, make myself big. Nobody wants to yeah. see that. I know. I got to move you the camera. Make yourself big and talk. <laughs> My thing with, with, with the Mixon situation is I don't know that they're doing him any favors. Stop running the guy out of shotgun. We had to do it at the beginning of the season because Burrow's calf was bad. He couldn't go under center. I get it. But and he asked for the Joe Burrow game plan, and that's fucking cool. He got it. But – I just don't understand why in a game like Pittsburgh or a game like Jacksonville coming 
what do you have to lose? Yeah. By just trying to run the ball. And you're not getting good blocking. Are you good to come back? Um, yeah, yeah, bring me back. Hopefully. Maybe I'm naked. You never know. You're not. Good. I, on this show, you could never know. <laughs> so I just. Frav, Frav, Frav Films, uh, frequent commenter, always tunes into the show. Yeah. Phenomenal point. Mixon, when he gets the ball 15 or more times from under center, is a weapon. We've yeah. seen it. Right. We started to see it back to like the Arizona game when Burrow was able to be Joe Burrow again. And I understand the, I, Jake Browning's never going to be Joe Burrow. That's all the more reason to run and play to the strengths of Joe Mixon. But if it's not going to be to the strength of Joe Mixon, if they think in the building that Joe Mixon has lost a step and he's not the guy, cool. You drafted rookie Chase Brown for a reason. He said last week, I was healthier. I wouldn't have suited up. Yeah. So we said this weeks ago, and this, these are points that I made when I was running this shit show solo the other night, talking to the people in the comments. I don't care if it's Joe Mixon. I don't care if it's Chase Brown. I don't care if it's Travion Williams. I don't care if it's Chris Evans. You need to start a running back rotation. Start a running back rotation. If somebody yeah. gets hot, ride the hot hand. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not saying, you know, if you think Mixon's lost it, then fuck you or, you know, any of the crazy, like, divisive stuff that we have seen. I'm just saying make somebody be successful in the run game. I, I agree. Uh, I'm on the same page. Um like if if we go into Jacksonville, um, and he lights it up, I, I'll eat my words that I just said that he might not have the juice, right? I'll, like I'll shut up. I'll be the first one to admit, shit. Maybe the guy still does. You know what I mean? And by no means do I not think he's capable of it. Because like I think the last time we played Jacksonville, didn't he have like five touchdowns or something stupid? Wasn't that like a crazy game for him? They came here and we that just was, beat the. That was Carolina. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry, I'm mixing. I'm mixing my big cats up. That's what it is. But like, yeah. Panthers, Jags, same shit. Yeah, exactly. But like, you're right, man. Like, I know he can play. Maybe I just maybe I need to see it, and maybe like I'm just in unsure territory. Like that. I think that that's where I'm at. We'll see. But I don't know. Either way, you're right. It's 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 freaking Jake Browning. Joe Burrow's not there. Everyone expected. Even the freaking game coordinator who said. I expect to see Joe Mixon be a big part of this game plan. Prior to the game said, dish the guy the rock. And then you will only give him the ball eight times. It's just very frustrating. I, I don't – like, it, I did not expect to go in there and just shit pump Pittsburgh. Like, it wasn't no. Joe – yeah, like, it wasn't – we were not going to beat the brakes off of him. I did, however, expect, though, to be competitive – in the ground game and use that to our advantage. So it was just disappointing to see, you know? So when you look at the, when you look at this game that we have coming up now and yeah. um, I got to fix this. That was bothering the shit out of me. Um, look, we're going to, we're going to play the Jags. Trevor Lawrence can air that thing out. I was fully ready to watch Joe Burrow whoop. Trevor Lawrence's ass once again, because it happens every time they meet. Yeah. We get Jake Browning. Um, sounds like T. Higgins is going to try to play. The plan is to play, is what he said in the locker room today. So that's good. Um, I, I think the 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 value to having T. Higgins back is 
that might just be Jake Browning's fuck it route, right? Maybe. Just throw it up to him. He's yeah. big. He can get up there. Maybe he'll go over a guy's head and come down with it. But that game plan that they rolled out against Pittsburgh, I just don't think it's sustainable against anybody with Jake Browning. Like, it's no. the guy is what he is. And a point that I also had made is I understand that when Burrow gets up there pre-snap and he looks at the defense, he has the brain and the command of the offense to just check. Nope, not running what was called. We're going to this. Browning's probably not going to do that. He's got one start in the NFL in five years. He doesn't have the experience. He's not Joe Burrow, and that's what it is. So he's probably just sticking with the call that is coming from Taylor Callahan, whoever you want to put blame on, because they still talk about how – collaborative the play calling is Mm -hmm. and i just don't know that he's able to make the checks that burrow would have with maybe he was going to check to a run so i think you just have to call the plays for him and that was never a game where they had to abandon the run i mean jamar's making these great plays off tipped balls that damn near could have been intercepted so it's like it might be ugly it might be boring but i just Run the ball till you get good at it. I know that they're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but let's be real. We go down to Jacksonville Monday night. We drop a loss. This puppy's over. Yeah, we're at like 4% or something stupid now. So I, I don't know. Yeah. If, 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 and I know we're going to get into a preview of Jacksonville. Sorry, guys. But like, if they went into Pittsburgh in that last game and they like ran Mixon ragged, to the point that he looked like he was just sucking wind on the sideline and needed a freaking Gatorade, and the result was a loss, even by another touchdown or two, like, we would be having a different discussion. Because, it like, at least they switched it up and recognized, hey, Joe Burrow's blank, this game plan that we have for Joe Burrow is not a blanket game plan you can slap on everybody. This kid is not a system quarterback. Joe Burrow is special. His offensive like scheme that he's able to fit in and make great, you can't just slap on Ryan Finley, Jake Browning. Maybe A.J. McCarron will shut us up maybe if he's the one that gets a nod. Who knows? But like maybe like it's made them realize that they need to change it. Because, like again, we would be having a different discussion if Mixon had – at 20 carries for 110 yards, and we still came up short because at least they tried. So maybe maybe against Jacksonville, they go down there into the heat, uh, and, and they try, and, and they run. Um, but uh, it, it's a wonderful sight to see T. Higgins walking up the hill, coming to practice on Twitter. Um, I don't want to misquote, but it was, uh, gosh, one of the reporter, regular guys, Horde or whatever. They get credit all the time, so whatever. Credit to all of them. Uh, posting that picture, uh, but him coming back makes me think they're going to stick to the same game plan they did. Because to me, like, if I'm in that mindset as a coach, like, well, we want to pass. We want to keep the same offense. And all of a sudden you give me one of my best weapons back. Oh, good. That'll only make what we're trying to do easier. So I don't expect anything to change coming into Jacksonville. I'll be honest. My, uh, my dad texted in a, a comment. Um, my dad, former Ohio State Buckeye, I played offensive line. Um, also, my dad did wear a Michigan jersey just five days ago when Michigan beat the fuck out of Ohio State for the third straight time. Love you, Dad. Um, he says somebody needs to put a foot up the O-line's ass and Mixon could be a threat. And that's kind of a point that I, I think that I was I was making earlier 
They're not executing. And Goodberry posted a clip on Twitter where yeah. he said, these guys are veterans. <clears throat> and it's it's over here. It's Kappa. It's Jonah. And there are just times on these run plays where they just look completely fucking confused. They look lost. They didn't know what to do. And it's just like, is it Frank Pollock? Is he not scheming it up right? Is he not coaching it right? So I just think that whether it's Mixon, whether it's Brown, whether it's whoever, block for the running game better and you'll have a shot because I'm not bitching at Zach Taylor for not running on third and eight because you, I I, I didn't like, and I don't want to see this again. I would like to see more first down runs. There were way too many first down passes. I felt like in the last game. And I just think you're setting yourself up for failure. You throw an incompletion. Now you're looking at second and 10 and then, okay, now you're going to run the ball. You get four yards. You're looking at third and six. You're dropping Browning back again. He's got to make another throw. I just, Try to get ahead of the sticks. Run the ball on first down. See what the fuck happens. What do you have to lose at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I need to go watch that O-line breakdown you're talking about. If you could send – I'll ask Goodberry. I'll figure out. Um, but, yeah, the blocking has got to be better. I'm not going to sit here and pretend if I know it's Pollock or if the unit is just not cohesive right now. I don't know what the hell it is, dude. But I, I can guarantee you this. If it doesn't at least straighten out and – uh like look better in the remainder of the season, we're going to be looking at some position changes here uh, this off season, which hopefully, uh, I don't know. I'd love to see this core get better. I love this offensive line core. They're super fun. Uh, but uh, whatever makes us better, dude, whatever makes us better. Well, the reality of that is look at the starting five on the offensive line. Orlando mm-hmm. Brown Jr. is back next year. Oh, Ted Karras is back next year. Alex Kappa is back next year. Jonah, maybe not. Uh, Volson will be on the roster next year. Will they bring in competition for him, which I think that they need to do? Maybe. But the fact of the matter is really the core of your line is going to be the same next year. If you look at the contracts and the way it is, the Bengals are sixth in the NFL in offensive line spending. Yeah. So the front office is probably going to look at it from the lens of, okay, we went out, we spent the money, we got the players. So now – you have to look at Frank Pollock at that point. And we were all super excited when he came back three years ago, but now we're looking at three years. Joe Burrow got hurt in the Super Bowl with a sprained knee. Joe Burrow got hurt this year when he had clowny fall on him and his wrist, you know, got hurt. So it's like internally, I, if I was somebody in the front office, I'd be like, okay, well we gave you all the pieces. We gave you all the tools. Why isn't it fucking fixed yet? Yeah. Yeah. We can't count that last injury that's occurred to Joe Burrow. Cause remember, uh, he heard it locker boxing, uh, and the Bengals hid it from the world and the media and everything. You can't count this last injury. But did you see what the Bengals did today? No, I I was so busy at work, dude. That's why I was late. So we're heading into a prime time matchup, and I think this is a troll job by the Bengals. They put Jake Browning on the injury report with an injured right wrist, but he was a full participant. I did see. Okay, I saw that. I, I, I think they're. Like a, I think they're just fucking with the league. I thought that was like. I thought you meant a social post came out. I did see Ben Baby tweet that out. Uh, I I I truly, truly, honest to God, bring it in. I truly, I pray for Mike Florio and his family. Uh, I'm so sorry that he has to see a wrist injury on the Bengals, <laughs> on the Bengals injury report, Florio. Um, if you can hear me, Heavenly Father, please watch over Florio in this rough time. Uh, he's very, he's incapable of handling basic emotion. So this is like a traumatic event for him. 
so please watch over him. And I, I assume he has a family. He seems like a cat guy to me. So watch over him and his cats uh, and his plants. Cat plant guy. Florio cat plant guy. So I digress. So I'll get out of my, my rant there. But that is hilarious if they did do that as a troll, dude. Florio, the, the classic Pittsburgh homer. And to add on to your prayer for Mike Florio, I would like to say publicly, Mike Florio, go fuck yourself. Um, so there's that. Maybe I'll clip that. Is that how you get viral? Is that how you get clicks and shit, uh, dude? Yeah, it is. This is it. That's the point in our career right there. Clip that. Then the next thing you know, we're going to be Mr. Beast. We have a resident Jags expert in the waiting room. Oh, you got it. This man knows you. I don't know if you know him, but he knows you. What just happened? What the hell just happened? Why are there why are there five? I didn't press the thing. I didn't touch anything. Oh my what God. the fuck? Sorry. Wait. Okay. This happened to James Rapine. Watch this. Okay. I didn't think it was real. Ready? Watch my thumbs. Why didn't it happen to me? Oh, I think it's because I'm on an iPhone. This camera was like $400. It doesn't do the cool stuff an iPhone does? Sorry, buddy. <laughs> what the fuck? Apple's got it. I wonder what else. Maybe the American flag? Nope. Apple's communist. Just fireworks. Does it do anything for this? Yeah, it shows a picture of Florio's bitch ass. Bring him in. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Anyway, um, Ohio guy, um, looks like he's probably leaving wrestling practice, if I had to guess. He's a wrestling coach at West Carrollton. Is that right, Josh? That's correct. So Josh Collier is on Twitter at J underscore C-O-L-L-Y-A-Y. He's an Ohio guy. He's the Jags fan representative for Ohio. And... I'm not going to lie. He's been pushing a T. Higgins reunion with Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville pretty hard for about two and a half years now. Um, so I don't know if that's that's why he enjoyed, has agreed <laughs> to come on. But I just want to know, like, you know, I, I, I don't get to push the agenda of Joe Burrow busting Trevor Lawrence's ass again. We don't get that opportunity. I had those drafts really lit up and ready to go. I've been trying to get a little bit more prep. So what's your what's your key to the Jags getting a victory over the Bengals Monday night? So the big thing, uh, which Jake Browning can't hit this because I saw it, uh, is avoiding the big play. If you go watch that Texans game, C.J. Stroud had plenty of opportunities to nail the big play. And as we know, the Bengals like to go big play hunting as well. So if the Jacks want to win, they got to limit that. Okay. Okay, okay. Now, Ron, I don't know if you know this, but you guys have actually met. I think I do. He, you look familiar, and your name sounds familiar. Collier, correct? Yep. Okay. I, I do. When, where did we meet? Was it at the, the Thursday night game? The Thursday night game, yeah. I was sitting next to your buddies, and you were in front of us. It was me and my wife. That, okay. I knew it. That's, I'm glad. I never forget a face. Uh, <laughs> uh, names, sometimes I forget, but okay. That's good. Well, I'm glad to have you on the show, man. Um, also, uh, I like to hear that you say we like to go big play hunting because that means that, uh, you watch us make big plays with Joe Burrow. So that's correct. Yeah. I, I saw some shots there with, uh, Andre last week, 
Bert, uh, Browning don't like to pull the trigger, but it's there. So what are your what are what are your thoughts? Yoshi had a what, Yoshi had a, yeah he did he did he did yeah. what are your thoughts on the fact that maybe Browning is a hustler you know what I mean he's trying and he play, he's like I'm gonna play really crappy against Pittsburgh so I can go down to Florida and light it up what are your thoughts on on those accusations that I'm not saying that the the big market media is saying that Browning might be a hustler what do you think you think Browning I, the real question do you see Browning as a threat. Uh, no, but again, he's only played one game and why not go balls out while you got the chance on Monday night? So it's there. Right. Exactly. Like what, what has he got to lose? He's not like if Joe came back tomorrow, he'd be back on the bench. So he's got nothing to lose. Right. Exactly. He's just building tape at this point, trying to keep a job for next year. He's trying out for the 2024 Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now is what he's doing. Absolutely. Hey, that's another team that likes to take shots. You might as well start. Exactly. Hey, so, Drew, do you have a question? So what is this? There you go. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think my internet's fucking up again because why not? Yeah. Drew, go. God, this fucking spectrum. Yeah. (laughs) the biggest weakness on the Jags offense? Uh, consistency. So the Jags, uh, you guys talked about earlier, Trevor, he likes to air it out. Doug likes to air it out. But there's something about when they get on the other side of the field, instant diarrhea. They have, I'm pretty sure it still stands after last week, the most expected points added loss in opponent's territory in terms of turnovers. They've got like 12 turnovers in opponent's territory. And it's the stupidest stuff between fumbles and Trevor's brain breaking and throwing interceptions in the end zone. So consistency on offense and their run, their running offense, ETN, while the numbers look all right, their running offense is atrocious. It's like boom or bust. Wow. Okay. Well, the Bengals run defense has sucked this year too. So that could be a matchup. He's got, ETN's got a rib injury. So he's been day to day so far. I know. I, I saw that he's questionable, and that that I have a like a two parter here. Um, what do you if, if ETN plays? What do you foresee him doing to this Bengals defense? He's on my fantasy team, so my heart is torn asunder because uh, I'm in first place, uh, trying to get a big pot of money here. But I also want my Bengals to stop him. Um, and my second question, actually, just answer that one because these questions are two totally different hemispheres. Yeah, for sure. So you guys talked about Zach Taylor hating the run. Press Taylor is the antithesis. That man will keep running even when it's not working. Against the Texans, uh, ETN averaged like 2.8 a carry, and Press was still running him in the fourth quarter, and he eventually busted one for 20 yards. So ETN has a chance at any moment. He's league tops and broken tackles as well. So he'll get his, but the run blocking isn't good. So I think you could – he'll probably get a couple of touchdowns, but it'll only be on like 50 yards if I had to guess, unless the Bengals are truly that bad. The run defense has been rough, man. <laughs> like, ugh. Josh did have a really, really cool idea. You know how players do a jersey swap after the game? He's talking about Zach Taylor and his brother Press just doing like a hat swap, you know, where they just – Hold up the hat for the picture instead of the jersey swap. I think that's cool. <laughs> shirts off, shirts off, their shirts off. 
polo shirts off? No. <laughs> They're brothers. They, they've, they've seen each other in much more compromising positions. Shirts off or it doesn't count. Uh, Drew, I got one more, uh, and then I'm going to shut up and let you ask a question. Joe Burrow came into Cincinnati, and he was the quarterback, Jesus Christ. He, he saved our city. Uh, the man is a legend here. If he never leaves Cincinnati, he'll never have to buy a beer again for the rest of his life. Uh, even with us just losing the Super Bowl, not quite making it last year and this kind of season here, um, it, it doesn't matter. The guy is what this town wanted and loves and needs. Is Trevor Lawrence that to Jacksonville? So this is a tricky one. Um, yes, he is in terms of what he's done for the franchise in the same vein that Burrow lifted up since he. Trevor has absolutely transformed the way people look at the Jags. But the problem with Trevor is the tab that was placed on him. The second he like fucks up, fans are instantly ready to jump on him. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those like Jacksonville absolutely adores him. He goes to Waffle House at 2 a.m. They fucking love him. But it's uh, yeah. if he fucks up once, it is like, ah, he was supposed to be God. So, But yes, Trevor will never have to buy a beer in Jacksonville. See, Joe Burrow gets the exact opposite here. I will slander my own grant before I slander Joe Burrow. Yeah. I will run over my dog. No, I won't. Run over my dog before <laughs> I slander. He's, sit- he's sitting right here. I just I didn't realize he could. <laughs> so I know you got to get to wrestling practice. You got to get the kids right. You got a big wrestling season coming up for West Carolina. So before I let you get up out of here, we got to get the score prediction. Monday night football, Bengals, Jags, what do you got? So I think – I don't – man, I'm so torn because I, I really don't know how Jake Browning is going to play. But uh, I'm going to go like 27-20. I think they get a couple big ones off uh, in terms of the passing game. Jags' run defense is too stout to let that happen, but they, they are susceptible to some big shots. So And Jamar Chase is probably going to get his. He needs to get right week, so – I'd say 27-20, Jack. We're going to get 20. Shit, 20 uh, after last yeah. week sounds fucking wonderful. Absolutely. The Texans were a big game. We might be a letdown. We'll see. Oh, a little letdown, little letdown week after a big divisional matchup? Okay. Come down to earth moment. Well, man, I appreciate you stopping in before uh, practice and, you know, For getting, sure, getting us a little Love insight you. into the Jacks because I definitely don't follow them super close. So we appreciate it, man. I hope you have a good rest of your night and we'll, we'll holler at you. Hey, you too. Keep killing it, man. See ya. Thanks, man. Later. That guy was cool. Random Jags fan from Ohio. Yeah. Awesome, dude. I went to high school with him. Um, there's a story to how he became a Jags fan. I just don't remember it because I'm an asshole. But um, been a Jags fan since I've known him, since like grade school. So yeah. he knows he knows his shit. He knows all about him. And we always have like a, a friendly, like, you know, starved fan bases of cat teams, kind of like camaraderie where we kind of prop each other up when we need it type deal. Love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, we're that was awesome. He's a cool guy. Uh, I don't typically have problems with Jags fans, although one uh, threatened to kill me outside Paycor Stadium one time, uh, but he was an idiot. In uh, person? 
uh, Twitter and then in person. He found me at the stadium. I, I don't. It was he, weird. He pulled up. Yeah, he pulled up. So like, I guess props for that. But like, okay, dude. Uh, uh, that's a story for another day. But um, let's let's like get into this, right? So you didn't put them paws on him. No, dude. He he was doing. He was hammered, and he was doing the like, pull me back, pull me back. And I was like, dude. If, if you really seriously are going to come at me over Twitter, <laughs> throw the first punch and then I'll teach you why you're incorrect in this situation. You know, it, it, some people are stupid. <laughs> but hey, let's let's like get let's get down into it. Like back to your original. Yeah, point. let's. So Browning's the quarterback. We've established that. Right. We've we've talked about how we'd like to see Joe Mixon uh, get used more. T. Higgins is coming back. Uh, that's going to affect the game plan, obviously. Realistically, you, Drew, what do you think this offense is capable of going to Jacksonville after losing Burrow? I'm not going to lie. You cut out. Could you repeat that? Because my internet's dog shit. Oh, my God. What do you think going into Jacksonville this offense is capable of? Dude, I hate to be this guy. When I first kind of became a person on Twitter or whatever the fuck you call, you know, having a... I was probably one of the most negative assholes in the world. And then Joe Burrow made me a believer. But I just don't feel good, man. I don't... I, I don't, don't feel good. I have next to no optimism, and I hate that. I'm going to watch the game just for the pure love of watching the game. I have no expectation. I think it's going be good because I think he's the MVP of the league by getting hurt because he's that important to this team. Yeah, wow, that's a power. That's like a powerful statement. Like, because it really it does show like how much he means on the field to this team and how much he impacts the game. Um, <clears throat> like before we leave talking about offense, like I, I I'm on the same page, man. Um, I, I don't feel great about what our capabilities are um, just simply because Burrow's not out there. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic that this could be some kind of like rally game. Uh, they needed one to, to figure out what they can do. Uh, I believe in the guys. I think they're going to go out there and they're going to give it their all. Uh, but like, I'm just, I'm going to watch the game. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at. I'm going to watch the game. Uh, if we, if we end up playing poor on offense, I get it. I know why. There's really no reason to, like, get pissed off. Uh, if we end up playing great and pulling out the win, hell yeah, I'm going to be pumped. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, that's it. That's where I'm at. I'm going to watch the game. I'm excited for Bengals football. Uh, I'm pumped for in prime time. But, you know. What about defense? Let's shift gears. Uh, you can Obviously, if you have something to say, off of what I just said, go ahead. Uh, but uh, the defense looked a little suspect against Pittsburgh. Uh, what do you think the defense is capable of against uh, Trevor Lawrence and uh, this Jags offense? Um, before I do that, one quick comment for our films. Jake has to win. The White Tiger must stay undefeated. That is a very good point. The Bengals are undefeated in the All-Whites and <laughs> – 
It's a lot of pressure to put on the shoulders of young Jake Browning. Um, you got the white. I got one uh, too. I, I don't have it near me, but I know where it is. I could be wearing my white chain also. Um, and then Jake has a good comment. If the Bengals win, Josh, who was just on the show in the Borough jersey returns, I still have that picture of Josh in the Borough jersey from 2021 on my phone for moments just like that. Um, on to the defense. They missed the absolute shit out of Cam Taylor Britt last week. He His physicality, the way that he would have probably played a George Pickens and pressed a guy at the line, I think, hurt. But there's no excuse for the run defense being as bad as it was. Um, I, I, I just... Jalen Warren's good. They made Najee Harris look like fucking Jerome Bettis. I, like, I, I don't understand it. The first 450-yard performance by their offense since 2020, we made Kenny Pickett look like he was actually good at football. And it was just a, it was just a letdown from, from all angles. Um, a lot of people talked about Cheeto. I'm not going to give Cheeto too much shit. He looks like a 28-year-old guy that's coming off a blown-out knee. Um, when you spend the offseason rehabbing a blown-out knee, you don't get better at technique. You don't get much stronger. You don't get much faster. You just focus all your time on getting your knee right. You see a lot of guys in positions like that make their jump the year after they come back from their surgery. So he may do that. Will it be in Cincinnati? Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. But defensively speaking, it can't just be missing Jesse Bates and Von Bell, can it? Now, Bates is balling the fuck out in Atlanta. He is worth every dollar of that at this point. But the the defense as a whole can't be that impacted by Bell and Bates leaving, right? I don't think so. And I, I think when you break down the defensive performance against Pittsburgh by the numbers, it's rough. It's tough to look at. We gifted them an all-time performance, yardage-wise, right? But when you when you take a step back and you actually look at it, they scored 16 points. That's it. That is yeah. fucking if we had Joe Burrow in that game and we held that Pittsburgh team to the same amount of yardage, whatever, all those stats, and held them to 16 points, we win that game 28-16, to 31-16. to 16. Yeah. Like, I get the defense has looked rough. And they and in that game, they let up all these yards and, and these plays and shit. But at the end of the day, they bent a lot. They bent a lot. They were fucking like – they went from this to this but they held the team to 16 points. I will take it. You know what I mean? Uh, I I don't think it's because Bell and Bates are gone. Has that impacted the defense? Yeah, shit, yeah. Jesse Bates looks like a Ferrari driving amongst Honda Civics in Atlanta right now. I mean, he's kicking ass. The guy's a stud. Bell happens to be hitched to a fucking horse that can't see and poops on itself and slips. Like, that team is miserable. Uh, but dude, we've got athletes all over the place. Cam Taylor Britt being out though, that's huge. He, like you just said, that man is a heartbeat on this defense. Uh, so I, I just think with him, if he comes back in the lineup when he does, uh, it, it'll come together, man. I, I have faith in this defense. Like my silver lining about that performance is we held the team to 16 points. And at the end of the day, Making a team score less points than you can score is all that matters. Now, did the offense score more than 16? No, because Joe Burrow's out. 
And that's that's been the mark of the Luana Rumo defense pretty much the whole time in Cincinnati. They'll give up yards. They don't give up a ton of points. And usually the offense can take, okay, they got down to the 20. We stiffened up. They kicked a field goal. They got three. Now we can go get seven and keep them on their heels. And that's just that's just not there. So while it did suck to be on the record-setting end of the Kenny Pickett coming out party, yardage-wise, you tell me that they scored 16 points in that game and Joe Burrow's playing quarterback, the Bengals probably do score 28, 31 points. So it's like we wouldn't even be talking about it at this point. The fact of the matter is that's going to get blown up so much because the offense couldn't do anything. I mean, they had seven points until they hit a garbage time field goal and you know went for an onside kick to try to pull off a miracle. So it's, yeah, the defense has had its issues yardage wise, but they're still not letting guys in the end zone. We just don't have the other side of that equation to go put the ball in the end zone ourselves. So I don't, how much can you beat them up at this point? The offense can't stay on the field either. So the defense is playing 71 snaps or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Yes. And everyone out there that's a fan and analyst, they all have a right to criticize the defense because it has not been perfect. It has not been like great even at some points, but to hold a team to 16 points, I will fucking take that any day. And to anybody that says, like, oh, Kenny Pickett, man, 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 he torched the Bengals. Fuck you and fuck Kenny Pickett. That guy, <laughs> he, play, he played great. Awesome. He's going to suck tomorrow. He's going to suck the next day. That son of a bitch is going to be out of Pittsburgh within two years, and they're going to have, dude, I don't know what is going on. In the middle of my rant, this shit is happening. But he's going to This be is gone. an iOS 17 thing. I have no idea. I, look, I don't. Did you I, recently I, update your phone? I guess, dude. But I was on a really like cool guy, tough guy rant there, and a fucking bubble popped up next to my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. This you just sucks. Yeah, but like, bottom line, dude, stupid. I think the defense is gonna. I can. Who was Kim? Was CTB on the injury report? I was so busy, I didn't get a chance to look. He was limited today. Okay. Um, so, okay. He's Do got you, a shot. Okay. He's got a shot. I think if he comes back and he's playing, even a 70% Cam Taylor Brett, uh, him being out there, the defense goes from the slow heartbeat of just trying to get out there and, hey, we got a job to do. Oh, Cam's out here. Then we're, we're then the heartbeat's picking up, man. I, I really think that. He has that big of an impact on this team. And I bet you next year, that dude's a captain. I, 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 that, I, he is a massive portion of the glue that holds this defense together. And I don't know if people realize that. He's young, but he's a leader in, in his own way. So I, I think the defense is going to do what they can do. Trevor Lawrence is going to throw the ball well because Trevor Lawrence is a very good NFL quarterback. Um, probably uh, better – then a lot of people realize because Jacksonville's like they look good, then they're terrible. They look really good, then they get mediocre. They're a weird franchise, um, but but he's gonna get his. Um, I don't I don't know about ETN. If he plays, he's gonna be a threat. I know they've got some other guys back there, uh, but we the run defense just has to sack up, bro. They just and do. that's what it boils down to. Yeah, if. If Cam Taylor Britt's back, and he is, he's a heartbeat guy. He's an energy guy. You know, young or not, he's playing all pro-level football this year, too. 
and he's yeah. he's a he's a vocal a leader guy. Now DJ Turner continues to get better. Um, man, I can't I can't remember who said this to me, but it was at a tailgate a few weeks ago. Cam Taylor Britt and DJ Turner are the new Leon Hall and Jonathan Joseph, and I absolutely love that analogy. Um, so future's bright there, but it's just a matter of sacking up in the run game because if okay if cam taylor Britt's back dj's out there mike hilton's still doing his thing let's make a defense throw they can make a play on the ball but if the offense is going to keep getting four or five yards of carry and they're setting up third and two you don't know that they're going to throw the ball so it just puts you at a disadvantage because they could go either way now you get third and eight you know they're going to throw it nine times out of ten Unless you're Michigan, because if J.J. McCarthy threw an incompletion, they just ran the ball 30 times in a row, but we're talking pro here. So it's it all boils down to the trenches in the run defense to me, because if the run defense can keep a team in third and medium to third and long, then those talented defensive backs can come up and make plays. A Jordan Battle can continue being a strong tackler, getting a guy before he gets to the sticks. So it just all starts up front with me, and nobody's hurt there anymore. Hubbard's back. Hendrickson's back. Reader's still there. You know, the, the, the defensive line is intact. So they have got to make an impact on the game because they have to. And then there he is. Ladies, here's your moment. Does he not have hair under his armpits? He does. It's very, it's very slight. You got to remember, like, really handsome people. Blonde? Really handsome people are perfect. They don't have, like, disgusting armpit hair like you and I. Fuck everywhere. I need to have my woman shave my back again. Um, so that is one hand. And then on the other hand, the offense just has to sustain drives because how mad at a defense can you be if they can't get themselves, they get themselves off the field, but the the offense can't keep them on the sidelines, getting a breather, looking at film, letting Lou talk to him, all the things that you can do. If your offense is going to go on a six, seven, eight play drive, even just to get you a breather. So the offense has to do their part too, and that's where it just comes down to it. It's the 2023 NFL. It's all about the offense. Defense wins championships and all that shit. That's not really true anymore. It's just because of the way that the game is going, the way that the rules are going, the way that the NFL wants it to be. So the offense has to do their part before I can really rag on the defense all that hard. They only gave up 16 points, and it doesn't matter how many yards Kenny Pickett threw for. That doesn't determine the outcome of the game. All that determines the outcome of the game is how many points you let them score. So the offense has to do their part too. I agree. You, we both, We're both on the same page with the run defense. I think that if the run defense steps up, the defense will have a day. Do you know what I mean? Because like, yeah, we're good on defense. We've got our key pieces are healthy. Uh, we we need the run defense to step up uh, so that the Jags have to pass, so that Trey Hendrickson can eat, uh, BJ Hill and the gang can get back there and get their 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 dinner and and they can eat and get sacks. Uh, and then the pass defense will take care of itself. You know what I mean? Because you then you'll have a nervous Trevor Lawrence. He'll have, he'll have guys coming off the edge trying to get him. He'll get the ball out quick. He'll make a mistake because uh, he, he can throw interceptions when the, the team least needs them. Uh, and our guys like Mike Hilton and Cam Taylor-Britt and DJ Turner as of late, uh, they're going to get theirs. Um, another key thing that I need to happen uh, consistently is Jordan Battle needs to start on this football team. 20, 20, I mean, he, he needs to be the guy out there. Um, there were multiple times where I'm like, who was that that made the hit? Uh, Battle's 27, right? I'm having a brain fart. 
Yeah, he he got the start. It's just they still put Nick Scott in. I think far too too much. Yes, but but there were he's sorry. My question was he's number twenty seven, correct? My brain. I'm, correct. Yeah. But there were times in, in the last game, and and not to completely ignore what you said. Yes, Scott got in, but Jordan Battle needs to start and play the majority of snaps. Is there were times where I would see like a, a a toss outside, and all of a sudden. The guy's decleated, and I'm like, who the hell made that tackle? And I'm like, oh, shit, that was battle. You know what I mean? Like, the guy can flat out hit and play football. Jordan Battle should be the starting safety on this defense. It's got to happen. Yeah, and he's, he's not he's, – he's a lot like Cam Taylor Britt. Cam Taylor Britt's a corner who is not scared to come up and make contact in the run game. And that's the same way Battle plays the safety position. He is not afraid to come up and put a stick on somebody to stop him from getting that first down on third and eight or to stop a running back before he gets to the edge. He'll come up and play the run game. And that's why it's hard for me to harp on the Bengals secondary too much because I just know how damn bright that future is. It's so young. DJ Turner, rookie. Jordan Battle, rookie. Dax Hill, second year. Cam Taylor Britt, second year. Like it's gonna be so good for so many years to come. Where it's like, I, if they got a couple growing pains and shit that pops up here and there, I'm just gonna live with it because it's a down year. The season's fucked. So let's just watch these guys grow, get more game reps, and they can learn from the mistakes in a game like this that doesn't really matter as much anymore versus learning in a playoff game. So that's me I, trying to twist some kind of positivity out of this train wreck of a year. No, I think you're spot on. Um, I, the, the, the season is is not looking good, and it doesn't take an idiot to see that. Um, but to have the secondary, this young secondary, to to uh, and I'm not giving up on the season. If we make, I want us to go win the Super Bowl, guys. Joe, Drew, and I would love if this fucking team hoisted a Lombardi with freaking Browning. I, yes, that would be incredible. But if we have this this almost like off year. Yes, exactly. Where this young secondary can just learn and grow as a unit—that's that's a good thing. I, it, it, it sucks to lose. It sucks to lose your franchise quarterback for the year, not his career, as I accidentally said in that one episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'll never forget that. It sucks, but these these guys are going to get some reps together, dude. And I think next year, even in the following year. ESPN is not going to be able to avoid talking about the Bengals secondary and how good they are. Like, I mean, we're good. We're going to be good in the pass defense. Like we are. Cam Taylor Britt gets interceptions. But these guys are fucking scary. Mike Hilton is a linebacker in a DB's body, dude. He hits so hard. Cam Taylor Britt could play linebacker, in my opinion. The dude's a freak. He's good. He, he hits hard. He loves hitting. And Jordan Battle, he he's from another planet. He just loves hitting people. Like we've got guys that are not afraid of contact, and that is a fun thing to have back there. Exactly. That's that's what I was alluding to. You know what I mean? We've got a scary secondary that could be reminiscent of the Legion of Boom in the, a couple years. What an awesome comment, dude! How awesome would it be to have a Legion of Boom yep. in Cincinnati? And that's a great point. They all have that ability. You've got your Dax Hill, who can be your Earl Thomas. You've got uh, Cam Taylor Britt, that can be your Richard Sherman. Like that is there. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Victoria agree. says we planned our wedding around a Bengals Super Bowl. 
We did yes. plan our wedding around a Bengals Super Bowl. They're not going to win it this year, so uh, we're probably going to have to push the wedding back. Sorry about it. <laughs> Another year engagement. Okay, dude, we're at 53 minutes. Um, technical glitches aside, just kidding. They're always hilarious to me. Um, before we, we get out of here, uh, let's do our score predictions. Uh, and then I'll let, and then I'll uh, pass it over to you, and you can shut down the show. Um, I, I, I don't feel good about this. I, I'm not super confident about it. <clears throat> I, I, I think we can win it, but I think the way we win it is like 17 to 10. That's I'm going to go 17 to 10 Bengals. Uh, I think the run defense is going to step up, which is going to allow the pass defense to eat. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get his, but I also think he's going to throw some incredibly ill-timed interceptions, maybe a pick six or one deep in his territory that's going to allow us to get maybe a Drew Sample anytime touchdown. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we're going to pull it out. Got me paid. Yes. I think we're going to pull it out 17 to 10. Uh, that is my path to victory. I admire your optimism. And I admire the fact that your brain just cooked that up on the fly, unless you've been thinking on it. I know you've been, you know, pretty much just laid up sick or healing with a knee. Um, but I love the optimism. This is going to be the first time in the history of this program where I predict a Bengals loss. I am unfortunately going 27 17 Jacksonville. And it breaks my heart to say those words, but I got to speak the truth and what I think and what I feel. And that is unfortunately where I'm at. Fuck you. I don't fair. I'm sorry. Valid. I don't mean that. I'm sorry. Some people on Twitter may tell me that I'm not allowed to be a Bengals fan anymore because uh-huh. there's a lot of that going on. Um, uh, I like I'm it. still here. I invest my time, my money, my energy. Exactly. No, it's an incredibly fair prediction with what's happened with this season. Um, I, I, I say fuck you in a loving manner. Uh, it, it's fair. It is. Uh, I, I think my prediction comes of a place uh, of that is the only way we're going to win. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, but uh, yours is a, that's a fair. very fair, realistic prediction. Um, I, I got nothing left to say. I'm excited for Monday. Uh, it, it's it's always fun to play under the lights. Uh, let's see how Browning plays in prime time. Who day? Hooday, and you reminded me uh, of the movie. Like, Dad, I'm doing this because I love you. Fuck you. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week.